This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Halftime Show podcast. This is the Halftime Show with Umar Adouri on Pulse 95. Hello and welcome to Pulse 95 and this is the Halftime Show with myself, Abdul Karim Hanif and yes, Omar Adouri once again is uh, still away at the moment on a much-deserved break and today we are going to be talking all things sport and it is going to be with myself, Abdul Karim Hanif. So, so much to look forward to in the world of sports and uh, it was the Boxing Day world of football so we'll be keeping you posted with all the big news and developments uh, that have been shaping the headlines in the sporting arena. Uh, and then we're also going to be looking at the world of Olympics because Russia is still in a state of bother. They tried to appeal for the decision or against the, the, the decision to not allow them to play. Uh, but so much has been going on. So we'll be keeping you posted about what's been happening over there on the cricketing front as well. England, South Africa is uh, still ongoing at the moment. So we'll be keeping you posted. Lots of drama has been happening off and, and on the pitch as well uh, because a couple of beamers by Jofra Archer has bothered and rattled South Africa and uh, we're also looking at Australia New Zealand there's been a little bit of a, a controversy um, surrounding the uh, the decisions made by the umpires as well so so much has been going on we'll join this debate and if you'd like to have your say uh, you can do so on the text lines 4215 we are live throughout this afternoon on a special uh, segment and a special program of uh, halftime show right here on Pulse95 and another big name a lot of you who are AC Milan fans will be delighted to see the welcome Bank of a legend still going at the age of 38 this Swedish national does not want to give up and so much has been going on and uh, right rightly so we'll be keeping you posted throughout this afternoon so yes if you'd like to join the conversation and have your say in the matter join the, the halftime show with myself Abdul Karim Hani filling in for Umar Adouri and stay tuned to Pulse 95 Pulse 95 this is the Halftime Show with Omar Adouri. Yes, welcome back onto Pulse95. And yes, it is going to be a very, very busy show indeed. And if you are a Russian fan and uh, a Russian national as well, you might be very disappointed to hear this news at the moment, shaping the headlines across the globe. We are going to be confirming that the Russian flag will no longer uh, be flying at the 2020 Olympics and no longer be used also during the upcoming football. World Cup in 2022. Reason being is Russia has lost the appeal and they appealed against the World Anti-Doping Agency uh, against the decision to ban most of its players from all major sporting events for the next four years. Now the ban officially means that the flag and anthem will not be allowed at these events and uh, the Russian uh, Anti-Doping Agency called Rusada had sent a letter to uh, the World Anti-Doping Agency stating that it disputes the ban in its entirety. Um, 
So in the in the letter which was dated um, earlier this month, it was addressed to the Director General, and uh, they the the Russian spokesperson said that they dispute the notice in its entirety, including Wada's assertion of non-compliance, the alleged facts on which such assertion is based, as well as the sanctions and reinstatement conditions set out in the notice, all of which are unfounded as well. Now the Executive Committee of Wada has. Has, has clarified and said that you know we've made this unanimous decision to impose the ban on Russia uh, in a meeting in Switzerland on the 9th of December. Now it came after Rosada was declared non-compliant for manipulating and uh, and the entire well, the, well for manipulating the results. So now the the. The WADA has not come to decision yet, yes, yet they have filed this appeal, but it seems very unlikely at this stage uh, that they will agree with it. Now, their president, Sir Craig um, Reedy, has said the decision showed its determination to act resolutely in the face of the Russian doping crisis. And they're saying that the ban was not enough and has also been criticized by other nations' uh, doping bodies. Russian athletes who can prove they're untainted by this doping scandal will be able to compete under a neutral flag and a total of uh, 168 Russian athletes competed uh, uh, under a neutral flag at the 2018 Winter Olympics uh, and uh, they've said that the, um, the you know Russia has been banned from competing as a nation in athletics since 2015 so this this issue is not an old one at all so um, it's going to be very interesting to see how this uh, moves on on. So let's join this debate. And uh, we had this debate also on Pulse 95's Morning Majlis as well, in fact. And uh, both Rani and Ahmed Dawood, my co host from uh, the Morning Majlis, said that the flag is just a symbol. Uh, the players will want to. Uh, take part in, and they all know that you know they're of course a Russian athlete so that the flag or not flag they are Russian and they are going to be representing the country regardless of what's going on and then there's the other side of argument that says how about players um, stay uh, committed to their flag and say if my flag is not going to be flying I would not like to take part and I would not like to agree and say yes that okay if the world has banned my country I'll still go on and continue to play but uh, where does your loyalty lie as a sports person as an athlete or would you be a bit more inclined and say no I want uh, to be flying that flag and uh, you know playing for it and under it as well under the shadows of uh, the tricolor uh, of the Russian flag so it'll be very interesting to see how this appeal process goes and they have appealed against it, but most likely, uh, from what we hear from sports analysts and right here on Halftime Show as well, it seems very unlikely that this will be continuing. So do join in the discussion and to have your say on the matter. We'll take a bit of a short break and move on to the world of football to keep you updated and informed with all things sports right here on Halftime Show. Pulse 95. Pulse 95. The Heart Show. This is the Halftime Show.
Hello and welcome back to Pulse95 and it is the halftime show with myself, Abdul Karim Hanif. Uh, Omar Adouri is still away and he'll be very pleased to hear that uh, we're discussing Premier League at the moment as well. And he's a big fan of Premier League, a big fan of football, uh, hailing from that profession of being a football coach as well. So let's start talking about, well, in line with our background music, this is the rise of Liverpool. Liverpool have made it clear that this year 2019 and 2020 will be the year of liverpool and they won the uefa champions league last year and their form has continued they've picked up the fifa club world cup and their reign at the top of the premier league continues they've destroyed leicester and they've confirmed that the wait the 30-year wait for the premier league title is now coming to an end and Jurgen Klopp's side produced arguably their finest performance of the season as they destroyed uh, their challengers Leicester City to go 13 points clear in the Premier League with a game in hand as well and uh, Liverpool's players are right on the title message nothing can be taken for granted it is a long way to go the race is not over yet uh, but that 4-0 win just goes to show the might and uh, the strength this side has and uh, it has become very clear after beating uh, the, the Leicester side now Liverpool's rivals including the current reigning champions Manchester City will be continuing this fight and but every measure and uh, it's going to be sheer relentlessness of Klopp's side uh, and they're now uh, in a fight for second place is Manchester City and it is going to be a massive advantage at the moment and uh, Jürgen Klopp however said it doesn't sound like anything has been decided to my years we're just trying everything we can to do uh, to be ready for our next few games uh, Leicester's manager Brendan Rodgers was never going to give up but his message was that they are going to be very hard to stop they are a fantastic team and the confidence is high as he spoke about Liverpool they have become winners and, and haven't lost many games in the past 18 months to lose the games they would have to uh, they would now have to get uh, they've got enough players experience and quality uh, in their lineup to get that job done uh, Liverpool uh, have that 13 point advantage with the game in hand on Leicester there will still be 11 points clear uh, with the game even if Manchester City uh, turned out to be victorious uh, over the weekend so Liverpool now have the joint highest lead by any team has had on a boxing day in Premier League history and are now on par with Manchester United's advantage way back in 1993 as well um, so this is going to be a very uh, uh, interesting uh, matchup for Liverpool and uh, to see what's going to be coming up next now I as a host of um, the morning majlis and uh, halftime show for the time being I would say no sport is enough or no football chats is enough without talking about my own team uh, Newcastle United now despite Matty Longstaff getting that early breakthrough for Newcastle Boxing Day was somewhat of a forgettable encounter for uh, the Magpies and this was uh, not needed uh, it was a very difficult uh, time for uh, for Newcastle United, a very uh, convincing defeat uh, in the hands of uh, uh, the Old Trafford side. But now uh, Newcastle United move on and play Everton. 
and uh, it is going to be very interesting to see how uh, Newcastle play this because they uh, they ha are unbeaten in eight home league games so far and it is the longest run without defeat at St James's Park uh, since a nine-match spell between January and April 2012. So you could say uh, the harsh weather conditions of the northeast tends to be uh, at uh, Newcastle's advantage. But Everton, on the other hand, are also a northern side. Uh, but they rank uh, below Newcastle at the moment. They are 22 points in 19 games. Uh, Newcastle, 25 points. So it will be very interesting uh, to see. But um, Newcastle. Newcastle has been suffering from a number of uh, injuries at the moment. Uh, we know that uh, Javier Manquillo has been uh, ruled out because of a calf muscle problem and will be assessed ahead of today's game. Uh, Paul Dummett is another doubt because of his groin injury, uh, while Ki Sung Yun may remain unavailable due to the illnesses. Now, Steve Bruce, Newcastle's manager, has come out and said that for the first four months of the season, we played 12 games. Now you've been asked to play six or even seven games in a month. It's ludicrous. You're asking players to play tired, and that's when uh, the injuries happen. Carlo Ancelotti, though, for, New for Everton, has said the spirit of the team is really great, and uh, Everton is a family. I saw, a, I saw the spirit of the players in the game against Burnley and in the training sessions, and will keep the same spirit against Newcastle as well. They go on today. Uh, 3 p.m. is kickoff time over in the UK. So for us, it will be 7 p.m. over here. And it'll be very interesting to see what happens in the encounters today. Manchester United taking Burnley later tonight. So, so much has been going on. So if you'd like to have your say on that and predict the scores, do get involved on the text lines for 215. And if you believe this is Liverpool here and they will walk through and they say never walk alone and this time we'll be walking with your sentiments and messages and if you believe so do get involved on the text lines for 215 time now for us to take a bit of a short break and our focus uh, continuing our focus on football a legend has returned to the side who is it what's going on all that will be discussed right here on the Halftime Show you're listening to Pulse 95 this is the Halftime Show with Omar Panduri on Pulse95. Hello and welcome back to Pulse95. And uh, yes, this is going to be uh, the Halftime Show of football at the moment. And uh, what a disappointing start and Serie R it has turned out for AC Milan. They are way below their expectations at the moment they're ranked 11th in the standings uh, for this season so far and uh, we're looking at uh, a uh, they are at the moment 21 points well below the halfway stage and last year they finished uh, at fifth as well so we are expecting AC Milan to remain at the top side but they are not and they're suffering at the moment but there is good news for them now they have their legend returning uh, to the uh, to the side and the Swiss legend 
promises to rescue this season for the Serie A strugglers at the moment. And uh, it was Latan Ibrahimovic is returning to AC Milan for a final challenge, seeking to prove he remains the ultimate superstar. Uh, the 38-year-old Swedish striker has signed a six-month contract uh, with the struggling Italian giants. And he said that I'm coming back to a club I hugely respect and to the city of Milan I love. I'll fight together with my teammates to change the course of the season. I will do everything to make it happen. Now, Ibrahimovic knows the game in Italy, having played for three different Italian clubs. He first joined Juventus way back in 2004, uh, moved on to Inter Milan after the match-fixing scandal in 2006, then moved on to AC Milan in 2010 on loan before making his move permanent. In his 85 games for AC Milan over two seasons, Ibrahimovic scored 56 goals. Now, one of the most successful successful clubs in the world, AC Milan, are still uh, 11th in their league, just seven points above relegation as well. And uh, it is uh, they've moved on from their world of attacking football and they are really struggling. Well, Ibrahimovic left uh, Los Angeles Galaxy last month after a two-year stay and he registered 52 goals in 56 games, leaving him free uh, to sign with another club. Um, Milan must hope that uh, that with the Swede never far from the headlines will bring some punch and a winning mentality uh, to the locker room as well. And, uh, you know, of course, Ibrahimovic being uh, a uh, you know from the family of Im immigrant backgrounds has become more of a symbol at the moment and a very ambitious human a human being and a great person to be interacting with as well because whenever he comes over to the united arab emirates he always has a friendly uh, friendly face to the media as well so it's always great to catch up with him uh, whenever he is in town now he's um, turned out for many of europe's top teams such as amsterdam's ajax ac milan barcelona paris G in Manchester United uh, uh, and then uh, he, before he signed up for the US team in uh, LA Galaxy in 2018. Now he also claims to have changed the history of his uh, of his sport in his autobiography uh, he said football is me uh, now go to back to baseball he told the supporters at uh, la galaxy that where he was between 2018 and 19 the best player in the north american championship as well uh, and he says i came i saw i conquered thank you la galaxy for making me feel alive again so it'll be very interesting to see uh, how he uh, fares in this world of uh, uh, of, of football because um, it, you know th there's a lot of people who've got something different to say about him as well regardless of the press says when he's here uh, Carlo Ancelotti in his uh, book My Coaching Secrets said that the Swede uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic is a difficult player to manage uh, but he discovered a P at PSG a very um, available and professional and always focused on his work his fascinating character and extraordinary consistency in training have always been great examples for his teammates now at the age when most players are on uh, the decline and uh, uh, the uh, was latan is trying to prove and stretch 
his already rich career that we see at the moment. Now, let's get involved in this discussion. And if you'd like to have your say on the matter, do send us your thoughts and messages on the text lines 4215. I will be uh, tuning in and uh, listening to all your uh, messages coming through and we will be having your say on the matter. So it's going to be a very interesting uh, end of 2019. And uh, we will do, I'm thinking, let's do a, a little bit of a recap of the decade of sports. Let's how about that. We'll be doing that uh, on Monday's show and uh, we will be gearing up for uh, the New Year's celebrations. But uh, 2019 has been a wonderful year of sports and especially for Sharjah as well. Sharjah FC lifting that title after 24 years and now well and truly We'll say Sharjah inspired Liverpool. Liverpool is ready to lift their 30th title as well. So much has been going on. And if you'd like to have your say on the matter, do join in the discussions for 215. Up next, we'll be talking cricket. We'll be talking England versus South Africa and what's been going on down under with New Zealand's worries still continue. Stay tuned to the Halftime Show. You're, You're listening, listening to Pulse95. 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 The Horror Insurance. This is the Halftime Show with Omar Yes, this is the Halftime Show with myself, Abdul Karim Hanif, at the moment. And uh, Omar Adouri is uh, away on a much-deserved break at the moment, so we'll be keeping you posted uh, throughout these uh, coming few episodes of the Halftime Show. Uh, let's move on to the world of cricket. We just talked about Zlatan Ibrahimovic's uh, return to AC Milan, and we also talked about uh, the uh, Premier League and, uh, encounters and how Sharjah continues to inspire Liverpool. And we would like to say Halftime Show is inspiring Liverpool as well how about that take a little bit of credit for ourselves uh, but looking at the world of cricket at the moment uh, it continues to be uh, the turf or let's say home turf bullies South Africa uh, versus England has been ongoing at the moment and uh, South Africa has exceeded their lead by over 200 runs as well at the moment uh, they started off the innings 284 in response England were bowled out for 181 but South Africa still managed to uh, weather the English bowler storm and then Jofra Archer had a little bit of uh drama yesterday uh, bowling two beamers uh, in a row but uh, the second beamer was ruled to be a legal ball and so he avoided a, a little bit of a penalty uh, in that encounter otherwise he would have been uh, told not to bowl this innings at all because it was really dramatic uh, towards the end of day's play as well it just seemed whether it was being deliberate or not uh, but it, he was trying to from what it appears it he was trying to um, bowl a slower ball uh, and the first one turned up to be a beamer the second one also almost loafal toss let's say and it was ruled in favor of Jofra Archer so he was okay with that um, but at the moment uh, South Africa are pressing on uh, but there's a little bit of uh, drama off the pitch at the moment that we see is uh, the South African uh, opener Markram has been ruled out of the series because of a finger injury that he sustained during uh, whilst he was fielding and now he's been ruled uh, to take an eight week break so the fractured finger he will no longer be continuing Butler 
England's wicketkeeper has now been also taken ill. So it's all about these uh, the bugs that he's facing and some of the players have been. So it's been a, a series of injuries for when it comes to cricket uh, and England's uh, outing uh, over in South Africa. But let's turn our focus to Australia at the moment. The home turf bullies, the ones who've continued to be uh, living up to their name and uh, it was uh, when they started their first innings for the Boxing Day Test Match in uh, Melbourne. They scored 467 in response uh, New Zealand were bowled out for 148 and now at the moment stumps uh, as of day, the close of day's play today uh, Australia are 137-4 and their lead has exceeded uh, 450 runs so it stands at 456 runs at the moment it seems very likely that uh, the Australians will continue to press on and score or give themselves a lead of at least 500 and then try bowl uh, New Zealand out before that as well so so much to look forward to so much has been going on and uh, and New Zealand seems like a side that is going to struggle uh, to to come back from uh, this situation Um, and it'll be all to play for at the moment Uh, the Australians have crept up their lead they've decided not to enforce the follow on and while Steve uh, Steve Smith fell again to Neil Wagner's short ball that will be largely uh, be immaterial as the Aussies are surging towards this 2-0 series lead and uh, so much has been going on Uh, and the Kiwi fans uh, are very upset about this Uh, they're getting the team maybe getting a little bit of a belting from the fans there's a big day of them next to the sight screen in fact uh, not big day but big area for them and they do remain vocal uh, over there as well Uh, so it'll be very interesting to see what happens next uh, it is going to be all things Australian all things uh, South Africa uh, in this test match as well Uh, so much has been going on on the world of uh, sports so we'll be keeping you posted throughout uh, the uh, halftime show on Monday we will come back and do a little bit of a recap of the decade because it really has been a fantastic decade when you look at golf when you look at cricket as well when you look at the world of uh, football uh, we need to do a little bit of a recap as we gear up for a brand new year uh, and a brand new week to look forward to as well well it's been a, a pleasure being your host uh, over this weekend uh, being your host for the halftime show we'll be seeing you tomorrow morning uh, morning majlis kicks off at 7 a.m so i'll be back again in the studios and you'd like we would like to, uh, for you to have your say on the matter text lines remain open 4215 for you to have your say and uh, until next time from my side it is goodbye for now This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday from 3pm.